Yo, welcome back to Rough in the Basket. <laughs> this is Noah Burnt joined alongside with Brandon Carr. We're taking over CTW, man. Everybody, welcome back to CTW Cheap Talk Wrestling. Late, all you guys, gals, Marks, Maggie's, all you cheapos. I am always TJ Alvin, joined alongside with Brandon Carr this week. Bro, I feel like we're shooting rough in the basket. Yo, Just man. Yo, man. Yo, man. Those Detroit Lions, man. Those Pistons, man. Oh, my God. But no, I'm, I'm excited. Don't get me started about Detroit, bro. Don't get me started, man. <laughs> No. Oh my god. So this week we're not joined alongside with the intern Jay Golding or Dylan Sriva. Uh apparently they had other plans. You know, we called Goldberg and uh no answer, which is fine, you know, it's all right. And then we called Dylan. Oh, I wish we I wish we kind the of champ, the champ shows up. So yeah, the champ shows up. That's all that matters. And the champ, you know what? It's good that you're here because I get to announce the official date with you of when the battle for the interstate happens. Okay. And we have some bigger news for that week. So check this out. You you will be having the battle for the interstate on October 19th. How's that sound? Sounds good. Looks like give me a couple weeks and some change to prepare. Yeah, Sounds good to me. Let's say two weeks. Yeah. So not only will you have battle for the interstate on October 19th, we're also going to have a jam-packed week. Monday, we're going to have that usual episode of CTW on the Monday. On that Wednesday, October 20th, just announced brand new date. We are going to announce officially we're going to be covering Crown Jewel. We're going to do a pre-show before Crown Jewel, which will happen 24 hours after that airs. And then immediately following that Thursday, we will have a guest, my buddy Bobby C, joining us in an interview for New Age Wrestling. It's going to be a jam-packed week for CTW. We're going to have another takeover week. I wouldn't call it a takeover week because let's be real, everybody has it. We're just going to call it a cheap plug week. We're taking our cheap shots, damn it. We're taking them. We're taking over. We're taking over. I like it. You know, we We're got taking all- over. Taking over. So there we go. So. <laughs> no, that's fine. You know, it's, if anybody has a problem with that, let me know. I'm the provider here. And if you have a problem with the provider, you have a lot of problems with how I do things. And if you really do. Step up and tell me you have a problem. Hit me <laughs> up. You have, you know, my Instagram, you know, my Facebook, you know, my Twitter machine. Apparently, I had a MySpace. It was called TJ underscore fake account, like 2011. <laughs> that was the that was the username. Apparently, wow. apparently, I have it. It's a there funny picture of me with cake on my face. It's okay. It's fine. You know, if someone wants to like, like turn that account down for me, that'd be well appreciated. I'm <laughs> but all right. All right, now that we got the breaking news out of the way, I want to jump into the digital media championship for Impact Wrestling. So what, you guys can think of a better name, like the Internet Championship or a television championship? I get the idea. Like, you know, it's a secondary title to your X division, and it's also a social media championship, and it focuses on the newer platforms rather than just television. 
because they also have Impact Plus. Mm-hmm. I get that. No problem. But digital media? Out of all names. It's such a weird name. And like, when you think of digital media, like you think of like, you know, like TV, radio, like journalism, all that type of stuff. But like, I just, I don't understand the name of it. It's kind of weird, you know, to me. Like when I first like heard that, I'm like, digital media championship? Like, are you guys like running out of ideas at this point? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, very it's odd a cheap name. idea. It's a cheap idea, if you want to be honest. It's a filler yeah. title. Mm-hmm. At this point, we just call it Rough in the Basket. <laughs> rough, the rough in the Basket. Champion. Well, do you see the title? Do you see the title? It looks like, like, first off, that main plate looks like a cloud with, like, with, like, the little stuff in, like, electronics. Like, the like yeah, electronics. I'm looking board. at it right now. It looks like wiring. Like, it looks really weird. It looks like a chip, kind it of. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. It looks great. It's a good idea. But then you look at the side plates. It reminds you of a, a Wednesday night uh, dynamite championship i swear it reminds me of some all elite championship i'm not gonna i don't remember which one i think it's the heavyweight i'm kidding no but like if you look at the side plates it looks exactly almost similar to what the aw heavyweight championship looks like you know i was gonna say kind of like the shape of it a little bit too kind of dynamic yeah same exact dynamic so -hmm. it's like is it really your idea or you just kind of like you know what that kind of works let's let's try it on our own and we'll make a cloud for our so, main plate. I mean, I give him, I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, it's a great idea for a title. And it's a good idea to start bringing up newer talent. This could be a way to introduce newer talent on different levels. And especially if you're not only going to have the pay-per-views every other week, and then those Impact Plus editions every week, then I, I guess it's another way to, like, introduce, like I said, introduce new talent. It's smart. Yeah. But the name could be different. Digital media... That I'm just gonna call. I'm gonna call. Uh, come up with a new title for CTW. Call it the face of the Facebook. <laughs> like it's exactly like that. It's like I like the idea, but like yeah. the name of it is just kind of like you could come up with something different. Like I know, like you know, there's been like the TV championship before in wrestling. I forget the exact name of it, but um, that thing changed so many times. It was yeah. the television. It was the global. It was the. Uh, was the television it was the global it was the legends yeah and then that's uh, the last name for it was the king of the mountain just yep. to bring back jeff jarrett yep yeah. they could have went back to the tv title but digital media like i understand that's kind of like more modern but like i don't know don't like the name of it it's kind of weird like i said it's just i i get it it's an idea to bring up new talent but it's just it's not the name could be a lot better. You, exactly. Like, the social media champion. Again, like you have the internet champion. You could do, I don't know, the Impact Plus champion. That's a great name. That's even better. Like Impact, yeah. imagine that Impact Plus, because you're you're trying, the idea is to promote your Impact Plus, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of calling it your digital media title, just do the Impact Plus. It might, it might, okay, it might interfere with, the impact heavyweight championship but if you do the impact plus like network championship i think that'd be cool i think that'd yeah. be really cool. i mean it's you know kind of like the tnt championship like it could do something similar with like you know with that like impact impact plus championship i think just sounds way better than digital media championship to me yeah yeah exactly it, mm-hmm. yeah hey, it's what it is yep but switching over to aew 
Um, as far as it goes with AEW Dynamite uh, this past week, it was really good. It was a really good episode. I know they've been going up and down in the ratings. Uh, following Grand Slam, they said they went down in ratings a little bit. It's at about 1.1 million. You know, it's a big lot. It's at 1.1 million. It was at about 1. Point, I think it was about, I think, 1.2, 1.3. Uh, yep. It's okay. Yeah, it's like that little, that slow decline, but they're like, oh my God, my goodness. Oh my right. goodness. Everybody's shaking, bro. Everybody's shaking about that loss. And because I see all these things on the dirt sheets where they're like, oh, like AEW's falling after Grand Slam. Look, Grand Slam had a great card. Grand Slam yeah. had a great impact in New York, especially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially with Brian Danielson versus Kenny by God Omega in that 30 minute classic. Oh yeah. It comes down to the, like I said, what did I, what did I tell you guys? We went over this too. What was that finish car? What was that name of that finish called? But there's no winner. What's it called? Oh my God. Like no contest. No, no. Ho- going Hollywood. Oh, going Hollywood. That's right. Going Hollywood. Yep. Oh no, I'm sorry. Not Hollywood. Broadway. Going Broadway. Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. Yep. I, I remember. I'm getting my own, my own terms confused. It's fine. It's okay. I'm probably gonna get made fun of it in the back by a lot of people. It's all, right. okay. it's all right. You can air your grievances on here. I offer the position. I offer the opportunity, that spot, that third spot today. If you want to join us, you yep. know, we have that phone number. The the phone number will be listed if you want to call in. It's one eight hundred cheap bastard. Uh, <laughs> want to join the call? Yep, we got oh can God, call in. Yeah. So. Oh my God! Imagine that. Kind of like a live radio cheap show. Bastard. Yes. Yeah. All right, we need the editor to work on this now. One eight hundred cheap bastard. It's a little longer than the like the one eight hundred numbers, but it's fine. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. But AEW Dynamite this week, it's doing well. Um, like uh, Roads to the Top aired immediately following AEW Dynamite, and they apparently go over how Cody Rhodes has been booed. Uh, recently, I'm not gonna. I'll be honest. I'm not gonna get into it because it's look. And I, I'm a big believer on this. You pay your money, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yep. Pay your money. You like you can boo, you can yell, you can scream, you can like hold up a poster at a at a game, you can do whatever you want, right? Just enjoy it. As if you're enjoying it, that's all they care about, and that's what I care about. Yeah. You know? But it, people read into the booing as something bigger. And that, you know what? Like like again, everybody has their opinion on this. I could care less. I just love the art of wrestling. So oh, like yeah. Cody Rhodes is a great talent. He's a great uh, promoter now. He's a great EVP. He's bringing a lot of great talents. He's doing a lot of uh, big things for AEW as a young EVP. Same thing with the Young Bucks. Same thing with Kenny Omega. They're doing some great things. But, I mean, look, it's what it is. It's what it is. And if you want to boom, boom. If you want to share them, share them. You know, like that's your, again, that's your... Like that's your pay. You know, you pay for exactly. it, and that's if that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. And you can have any opinion you want about a wrestler. Like, you know, if you don't like a certain wrestler, you can boo them. Like they don't have to be heel or babyface. If you just don't like them, then you should be able to do that. Get your money's worth. You know, you should have the type of any whatever reaction that you have. You should be able to express yourself. So, like, I definitely feel like you know that that whole thing. People are definitely reading into it too much. Like. I just think, like you said, I'm, I'm on the same boat as you. Like, you should be able to get your money's worth and you should be able to react in whatever way, you know, is best fit for you, depending yeah. on yeah. whoever it is. And yeah, exactly. You know, but 
everybody, like I said, everybody has their ups and downs, you know, and that's the other thing too, is that the ups and downs, it's like the up is, is that, okay, you're getting booed. If you're getting booed, you know, that it could be best or worse for business. But if you're getting that pop, like a Sammy Guevara pop, yeah. when he won the TNT championship, that's a big one, first off, especially on this week. Yeah. I didn't think he was actually going to do it. No, you know? I didn't either. Well, here's my thing. You're building up Miro as this redeemer character. So why would you, in the first opportunity, for a guy like Sammy Guevara to drop the title? Yeah, I don't know. I like, mean, I was... Nothing against yeah. Sammy either. Nothing against Sammy. Great competitor, young talent in the business. I think he's got a, like a, a bright future as TNT champion and hopefully eventually the AEW world champion. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I think cutting down at Miro's The Redeemer character, it, it, you kind of short-living that storyline. I agree with you. I was really surprised that Sammy got the win. And I guess next week he's going up against Bobby Fish, who's making his debut, I'm pretty sure, at AEW as yes. well. The randomest thing ever. Look, it's so random. I'm yeah. a fan of Bobby Fish. I think Bobby Fish is awesome. Yeah. And especially when he was in WWE, it's cool. But then it's like the randomest thing. I'm watching like Roads to the Top, and then Sammy's doing the interviews. Like, you know, I got on my Twitter machine. I got on the Twitter, and first one that hit me up is Bobby Fish. I'm like, so you telling me if I hit you up on Twitter, you would have invited me? If I said I want first crack at it, I, bo- so I, I guess that's how it works now. I guess that's how it works. You just got to get on Twitter. Car, whatever happens on October 19th, you just have to go on Twitter afterwards. I'll just play okay. My, I'm, I'm up next. Let's go. Or if you're the champion, if you're the champion, yeah. you just got to pull up like a list of people that you want to face. There you go. I Let's guess that's how you have to do it. <laughs> I guess that's, that's all you have to do to get a championship opportunity. Man, I wish I'd been doing this. I w- I'd be in battle for the interstate. I'd oh, yeah. be in there if I put it on Twitter. There you go. It's like, but I'm, I'm not. My shots but I'm not going to be in the battle for the interstate because I like to. I like to give people the opportunities. I'm the provider here, folks. I'm the provider. Mm-hmm. People, not, not not to get off subject with AEW. People ask me, why aren't you putting yourself in this? This is your championship yeah. opportunity. Because I'm a provider, and providers don't think selfishly. They think they think of an entire deal here. Mm-hmm. CTW is my yeah. baby. Let's, let's be honest. This is my baby. CTW is my child here. And I got to make hey, sure this giving, grows, bro. I have you're to giving the intern opportunity. I'm giving him. I'm I'm a generous, exactly, and I thank you, champ. I'm a generous person, and that's why I'm called the provider. I am the provider. For you've been given, you've been given the intern an opportunity. So, like, I mean, that says enough. I think. Damn right. Damn right. And whatever happens, who knows? Maybe I will come. Maybe I'll put it on Twitter that I want. I want crack at it. Who knows? I want I want the shot, you know what? Whatever happens, but we're gonna leave, we're gonna leave that for now. We're gonna drop that. But back to like back to with Sammy Guevara. Like I said, I think he's a great like talent right now. He has a great vlog. I watch it every week. I'll be honest. I'm yep. a mark to it. I'm a mark to the vlogs. I'm a mark to it. I like to be inside the business. I mean, I'm inside the business, but I like to be more inside of it. You yeah. know, and especially with a guy like Sammy. Sammy's young. Like I said, Sammy's young. Sammy's has a lot of opportunity. And there's a lot of guys, if you think about it, that have like bright futures in yeah. AEW. Four of them. Now I'll say four of them being one being Sammy Guevara, one yep. being MJF, one one being Darby Allen. Yep. And then the other being Jungle Boy. I'll be honest. Jungle Boy has a bright future too. 
Yeah. Look how you look at who you have right now that's young to the business in AEW. You have you have an abundance of years. You have a bunch of years of talent right there ready to go for you. Faces of this company, faces or heels of this company. Oh, no doubt. Then though those would be probably my four too, you know, to have super bright futures in AEW kind of guys, like you said, they're new to the business. I think those four really stand out. And I think AEW is going to, you know, try developing more and more of those types of guys too, which is just to set up their future really nicely while really making, you know, the now as great as it is, you know, set up that future as well with those types of uh, performers. So. Exactly. And that's what AEW has been doing well is that setting up for that future. You see guys being developed on AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation, uh, Rampage, yep. Dynamite, the YouTube channels. Look, I know I knock them on like the AEW Dynamites, the Darks. I, I knock them on all that. But at the end of the day, for AEW, they know how to build a future. They know Good how point. to build and they're looking towards that future. It's not like pushing them to the top, strapping a rocket to them and saying, you're going to be the next WWE champion, Roman Reigns. Just to give you that yeah. example, you know, like that was the fastest push I've ever seen for someone oh, yeah. coming out of a tag team and then going into a championship opportunity. Roman Reigns, we all knew back in, what was it, 2015? Yeah, it was Roman versus Brock, yeah. WrestleMania, yeah, 31. And everybody knew that was going to be the match. Everybody knew that was going to be the match because WWE had that, I don't know, that formula that they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Roman's going to be the next big thing because it's going to be such good shit. We're going to shove it down your throats. <laughs> and then Seth yep. Rollins is going to cash it in, damn it, and we're going to give it to you because it's such good shit. Speaking yep. of WWE, the draft. I want to I, – I, I, this is uh, – I uh, – I, I didn't want to rant, but I have to rant. All right, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the floor here, folks. Give me the floor. I gotta burnt. Hold on, I gotta pull my sleeves up for this Uh-oh, one. Oh, pulling up the sleeves. Here we go. I pull up the sleeves here, folks. Go for it. So, yo, man, my Detroit Pistons, bro. What's going on <laughs> with them? Okay. No, so for the for the draft, look. Obviously, I knew Roman Reigns and Big E were gonna go first. Charlotte Flair, on the other hand moving to SmackDown with the Raw Women's Championship. I've never liked that idea of switching the titles from one brand to the next and just being like, okay, you know what? Here, here's your title now. Okay, now here's mine. You're just switching the titles. Makes zero sense. Zero sense. If you're a champion and your brand is labeled like a Raw Women's Championship or SmackDown Women's Championship or the Raw Tag Team Championships or the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, you stay on that fucking brand. I don't know why they're involved in the draft. If you're that champion, stick on that brand. Don't be swapping titles. That makes zero sense. You're just, oh, okay, like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, you know, you're this champion now, and then you're this champion. Nothing's changed. Nothing happened here. We're just changing the titles. Makes no sense. If you're a champion, stay where you are. Or don't label them the brand. Like I brought up to Carr um, just before we started recording because I knew I wanted to do this. And I wrote so much stuff down about this draft is that the fact that, like, the women's championship, there should be, like, a universal name to it. Like, with the WWE championship and the universal championship, if you're going to keep switch, like, flip-flopping the titles like that, I know I believe this is the first for the women's to be swapped. I don't, I think. I that think. sounds correct. I yes. know with the tag team championships that happened. 
Yes, that did happen. Tag titles happened, I believe it was last year. New Day and uh, the Three Profits, right? Yes. Yep. yep. That's who it was. Yes. So that's what I'm saying is that, like, if you're just swapping the titles, then what real legacy are you leaving for those titles? Are you going to put an asterisk next to it being, like, swapped at WWE Draft? Yeah. That makes no sense. Like, it, it really doesn't make any sense, especially to newer viewers. Like, to switch the title over. If you wanted to move them, like, just – or if you wanted to move them, don't place the championship on them. Or drop the title, like, the week before the draft and then have them work their way to getting, like, that other brand's title. Like, take, for example, who's the Raw Tag Team Champions? Uh, like – RK, bro. Uh, yeah, RK, bro. Bro. That, bro. Like, see what I mean? So, imagine if they moved the SmackDown, right, and then the use was moved. I would have just dro- had them both drop their tag team titles – and then work their way back into the picture on the other brand. Same thing with the women's. If you knew Charlotte was going to go over, then why would you put the title on her at SummerSlam? I get it. It's like it's a couple months different. A couple, like it's about two months in difference, maybe a month and a half in yep. difference from what you wanted to do as booking. But when you think about those titles and the legacy that they have, again, short legacy, but you don't want an asterisk next to it. Who wants an asterisk next to like, okay, Charlotte Flair, Raw slash SmackDown Women's Champion. Makes no sense. Just rename the titles, Universal Championship or Women's Championship. Or like put bring back the fucking Divas title. I know, and they call you know what they call that, by the way? They don't call it the women's title. You ever see that on Twitter? They what do they call it? The Raw Divas Championship? No, they, they call they it the Butterfly Championship. They don't oh, even yeah, label yeah. it the Divas Championship. They don't even label it the Divas Championship, which is like, that was your choice. That was your choice to go Divas. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. You live by it. Don't call it the fucking butterfly title. You want to yeah. like have that new title? You wanted to get rid of the WWE Women's Championship back in 2000. Oh, my goodness. Was it... No, it wasn't 2009. It was 2010. Probably like- Probably no. I think it was. I think it was like 2014. The women's no divas championship was only around two years because Melina. It was Melina versus uh, um, Lay Cool. Okay. In like the title for title, it was at like nine. I think it was at nine of champions. Oh, you're talking about the women's championship when they got women's the women's women's championship. Okay, okay, okay. The original, the original women's championship. Oh yeah, probably 2010, 2011. 2010, they switched over to the divas. Yep. Because, oh, it's the newer title. We're going to stick to Divas. Forget the women's. I yeah. don't, I don't I, look, I'm not, whatever. That's them. But yep. again, but it's just like with the titles, then just label them like Universal Championship, Women's Universal Championship. You want to stand out differently? Make it that. That's what I think I would do. How, like, don't call it the Raw or SmackDowns. Now you're just labeling them to one show. Or even like the tag team championships, like back when they had a, uh what was it? The world tag team championships and like the WWE tag team championships. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like you could do something like that. Like you don't have to label it as a brand, you know, like on not like raw tag team championships or SmackDown tag team championships. Like, like NXT's is the NXT, not world tag team championship. Or like it's NXT. I get it. It's a brand, but it's NXT. NXT yeah. is not one of the big three. They're not even in the draft. They're no. not even in the draft, which I think would be, I don't know. I, I feel like if you uh, actually you know what, I was going to argue that they should be in the draft. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of glad they're not. Yeah. I'm really glad they're not. Cause it would just be like ECW. It's just pick and pull from NXT. ECW only had like, if you think about their tenure as WWE ECW, do you know how many picks they actually had 
in the draft? Like oh, total? The, yeah, probably not a lot. Like two three, or three four. tops. Yeah. Two or three. Mm-hmm. I remember it was um Kane one year. It was uh like Chris Benoit. I know that. I know he was Christian? drafting those. Christian, I think he just showed up on ECW. I okay. really just think he showed up on ECW. Uh what was it? 2007 was Chris Benoit. I know John Morris and uh, John Morris, who was Johnny Nitro at the time. I believe wasn't Kurt Angle on ECW. Kurt Angle, that was his. Uh, yeah, because they when they did the extension, when they did the extended brand, yeah. So actually, yeah, they did have a couple extra picks than what I'm thinking. But it, like draft wise, since the like the real draft started, like like the labeled draft in 07, they have only had like maybe one or two picks a year, maybe. Maybe at most. Yeah. And everything else is done through WWE.com. When they don't want to air like every other pick, they just say, you know what? You're either a free agent or you're you're gonna be, you know, just placed alongside where we feel we feel like you're needed as a backup oh, yeah. on the show. And they said, Oh yeah, half the brand is gonna be half the brand is gonna be picked uh this uh, like uh, in the first show, and then half the brand would pick the next show. There was yeah. what, four rounds? Uh, four, yeah, yeah, about four picks each, each one, I think. So that's half. Um, I think they had two per round. So stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the draft. I really don't. Yeah. Like I, I've always like I've always, like as a fan growing up, I always liked it because it's like, oh my god, it's gonna be exciting. It's an extra hour of television. Now you have that extra hour of television every week, and then the draft. It's like. It's like great. You get to see new talent here, new talent there. It was always Raw versus SmackDown for picks, which is what I I liked liked about it. Yeah, I liked the back. Yeah, back when they did that, and like they had like a whole thing. Like you saw like the superstars on the screen and be like suspense building up. Like when John Cena got drafted to SmackDown, then Raw on the same night, like stuff like that. You know, that's when I liked the draft. I I I get now they want to like make it specific to the brands like Fox and mm-hmm. USA. I get that. And I like, trust me, you want to like fulfill like your agreements to those brands. But when you label them as like a big asset to please, and then your championships are moving like that, it's, it's like, come on. I get, they want that person. Yeah. But why, like, but why would you like, why would you just name their titles, the raw or SmackDowns? It doesn't but, make sense. And then you have a guy like Brock Lesnar. You have a guy like Brock who's already announcing himself as a free agent. So you already know what that means. I already know what that means. He's going to be facing like, a, like the SmackDown champion, which is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to lose. I mean, not Roman Reigns is going to lose. My apologies. Brock Lesnar is going to lose that match. He's just going to head over to Raw. Yep, exactly. And that's just how it's going to be. And that's just really, it's really how it's going to be. It kind of is... Uh, it's, you can already tell the story from what you're already seeing. And if anything, I would love to see Paul Heyman with Brock on Raw and then be on SmackDown with Roman. I think that would cool. be the best thing for Paul. And WWE wants Brock Lesnar on Raw. So like it just it just makes complete sense for that to happen. Him to lose and then just go to Raw, feud with Big E. Like, yeah, that's I what's going to happen. Even not even against Big E, I think with Big E, I think Big E just needs to grow as a champion. I think Bobby Lashley is going to stay where he's at, and yeah. I think we might see Bobby Lashley take the title back from Big that's e. possible. If you want to be honest, I think that'd be cool. I think not to say Big E as a placeholder champion, and I don't want to see him as a placeholder champion. If they put him as a placeholder and then Bobby just takes the title back and then you build up Bobby Brock, yeah. If that was the storyline, if they're going into 
like Royal Rumble season, WrestleMania season, then I'd say, okay, now it's time to, if you're really going to push Bobby Brock, maybe Brock wins Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble. Bobby Lashley wins the WWE championship. Now you have a story. You have a story that's ready to go. And especially at the biggest WrestleMania, which is going to be back in Dallas. So I think that'd be even bigger. Because it's not going to be, what was it? Uh, WrestleMania 32 was Brock versus Dean Ambrose. Let's be real. That match, was, that match was good. That match was really good. But Brock in the biggest arena to be on WrestleMania's card and not be in a championship match, that's going to sell tickets. In a championship match, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, that is going to oh, be yeah. a ticket seller. That's going to be a door buster. Hey guys, TJ Alvin here with CTW, and I don't know about you, but I'm looking to get some leveling up in my gaming. So I've been heading over to Platinum City Gaming to get my gaming on. From classic arcade games to some of the newer arcade games, they have bumper cars, they have PC gaming, they have half-court basketball. Check this out, they also have a full bar and opportunities for you at some new trading cards. And to top it off, they have laser tag. Oh, did I also mention they do have a little bit of karaoke? So head on over to 294 Winthrop Street in Totten, Massachusetts. Once again, that's 294 Winthrop Street in Totten, Massachusetts, right off Route 44. And check out Platinum City Gaming. Hey guys, TJ Albin here with Cheap Talk Wrestling, your cheapest podcast in professional wrestling. I want to take a second to give a shout out to New Age Wrestling. They have a permanent home located at the Eastfield Mall at 1655 Boston Road in Springfield, Massachusetts. If you're looking to pursue your dream at becoming a professional wrestler, head on over to New Age Wrestling. For more information, head on over to Instagram at new underscore age underscore dojo. Once again, that's new underscore age underscore dojo on Instagram for more information. I think that's, yeah, I think that's realistic. And I think you kind of see what WWE is kind of planning ahead here. Yeah, exactly. And I think that would make sense. I think that would make a lot of sense. But here's the thing. We think this, but WWE is just kind of pulling a day to day. Yep. So WWE, listen, if you want to hit us up, it's uh, cheap talk wrestling gmail.com. Just send us the invoice. We'll we'll send actually, we'll send you. Don't send us. We'll send you. We'll send you the invoice. Yeah. We're coming up with these ideas. Don't worry. I got the pen. I got the magic pen here. I've been writing this stuff down. And I, all right. So one other thing, one other thing for the draft. And I totally forgot about this, even though I'm like looking at my paper right here. October 22nd is the first day this all makes sense. The official draft officially like and not ends, but everything takes place officially. Everyone. Yeah. Kicks in after the 22nd. Mm-hmm. It kicks off like everything, like the brand changes, everything like that. So what the fuck is the point? of having the draft at the beginning of the month, October 1st, you know, and that, that's, that's my issue. And I even said this to Carl over um, just before we started recording is that if you want to draft someone, if you want to have a draft, if anything, do it in December, there's nothing going on. Start off the new year, right? Start off the new year oh, with yeah. new talent on new rosters. 
But yeah. in, plus you have Survivor Series coming up. If they're doing the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT stuff, or if it's just Raw versus SmackDown, you want guys who have been on the brand for 365 days plus. 365 yep. days plus. That's how I see it. Versus now you have guys coming in on the on the second, and then what? Literally a month later, a month later, you're like defending the brand. You can have the draft literally the Monday Night Raw after Survivor Series. I think that exactly. would just be exactly exactly it, it makes the most sense. It would. It'd be a money grab. Here's the thing: it's a money grab too. It's a perfect grab because you're already. I believe they're still staying. They're going to Brooklyn. For um for Survivor Series, so why not just have the next night in Brooklyn, where you so just had it, and then start it off on Raw, and then finish it on SmackDown that Friday, wherever the fuck it is. Exactly. But no, no WWE just says, you know what, we're gonna start it on Friday, then end it on Monday. What's what's the po- like what, what's the point? What's the point? You got the weekend, you got th- what two days? Give it a fucking week. Give it like the Monday to Friday. Leave it in suspense. Save it in suspense. And then you do like you do dra- like uh, you trades for picks or you like uh, you decide to pick up a free agent. That would be yeah. the best thing ever. Oh Imagine God. that Monday to Friday. All you're seeing on social media is like pick trades or like pickups during the week of guys who haven't been drafted yet. And that's yeah. all you see on social media. Monday to Friday. That builds your week. It does. Yep. That builds your week. Versus, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to have it on Friday, October 1st, and then we're going to save it for the weekend because everybody wants to enjoy their weekend, not get all these social media notifications. Because let's be real, you're not on social media. No, no one's just posting on their Instagram or Facebook 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days of the year. Oh, that's not us at all. And then let's just kick it off again Monday. Mm-hmm. Versus you go Monday, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you're already interfering with NXT storylines. I get that. Okay, you don't want to interfere in NXT, which is okay. I get that. But what you're doing is you're interfering with uh, NXT, not NXT, AEW storylines on the social media because they post right away after. Then you're interfering with Impact, New Japan, whatever. You name it. You're shaking up the social media game. Exactly. Yep. You're shaking up the social media game with all these drafts coming in. Oh, okay. Just put up a random post like, uh, I don't know. Keith Bobcat Lee or Bearcat, whatever the hell his new name is. Bearcat, uh, yeah. I know we talked about it the other week, but you have him going to like he's drafted on Raw, but gets sent to SmackDown on like a Wednesday, right? Yeah. And then you have like, oh, that Thursday, oh, big trade, uh, big three for two or two for three, like trade yeah. and something like that. It's just you shake up like the social media. It's not every hour, but it's every other hour you can do something like that or trade picks. Or put up social media videos. I'll be like, oh, how do you feel about the draft so far? You got them in their Raw SmackDown t-shirts or their WWE t-shirts because they haven't been drafted yet. Or even get videos of guys who just got traded or something and be like, oh, how do you feel? You just got moved, like something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to also say, what did you you think about um, Austin Theory, him going to Raw? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Hit Row, uh, I didn't really follow him. Um, on NXT. I didn't either, so, but um, but I know one of them is the I forget which one it is, um, is one of the North American champions. So you know for a fact they're gonna be dropping the title eventually. Yep. Give it a couple weeks. They're, they're gonna drop the title regardless. They have to. I mean, they don't have to. They could bring it on SmackDown, but I don't think SmackDown would have anything to do with it. I don't think they, they no. would know what to do with it. But going into no. Austin Theory, look, 
I've been a fan of Austin Theory since I saw him for like since I saw him back in uh, back in Mass for an Evolve show. I think he's a great. Yep. I think he's a great talent. I think he's a young stud in the business. I think he has a lot of growing to do. During the pandemic, they pushed him to the fucking moon. They tried to with um, Andrade. They tried yep. to. They tried to with Andrade. It didn't work out. Then next thing you know, gets moved back to NXT. But that just shows you the dedication he has to a company like WWE. If he really wanted to, if he was really pissed, he could have left. He could have left oh, yeah. and like just gone to AEW, but he didn't. He stuck with the horse. He stuck with this powerhouse, this horse of a company, this big star company, and is just going to fight through it. Because this is a young star. This is a yeah. young, young star. And you have many different opportunities with him to grow him as a, uh, as a champion, as a talent, as a producer, if anything, later on in life, whatever. Yeah. And you have guys like in the back, like Triple H, who can help him. Road Dog, you have, oh my God, who else? Uh, who else is back? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, especially. Yeah, Shawn Michaels too. And you have other guys on the main roster that are going to help him grow too. I think it's a good yeah. push for him to go to Raw. I, do I, think it's a, I think it's a good push. And not to get away from the way. The way is a great uh, intergender um, faction. I think it was great is intergender faction but i think as a a talent again not to latch on to johnny gargano johnny gargano is also great but he doesn't move like he loves mm-hmm. nxt he wants to help nxt i get that but for like for a guy like austin good for him good for yeah. him i think it's a good way to start his uh, singles career and move up i, I t- i'll tell you right now give it I don't know what's the, uh, it's, uh, we're recording this October 2nd. We're recording yeah. this October 2nd. I'll say by January, February, we see him in a contender position for either the Intercontinental or the, the United States title. I see that too. With, from now until then, I feel like I'll, we'll see him in a United States or Intercontinental championship picture. And that's enough time, I, I, I think, to build it. him up to that point, too. I think. I think so. I think it's a good yeah. time. I, I don't want to see him jobbed. I don't want to see him job out. I really don't. Because he's like he's that good, dude. It, on the indie scene, he like he's a great he's a great on the mic talent. He's a great in-ring talent. He's like you throw something at him, he learns it real quick. Yep. He's that good. So hopefully, hopefully it works out. Hopefully it works out for him. I I, I like I said, I hope a lot of the draft picks work out. Where they're going, and let's be honest, we already know with Roman, the storyline is going to be against Drew afterwards. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That that was kind of like the like no shit Sherlock kind of thing. Yeah, like they there was already talks about him going to SmackDown. They already ran ads for him. Uh, Bianca Belair, Raw, uh, who else? Like I know uh, Becky Lynch didn't get picked yet. Look, Edge went to Raw. Edge went to Raw, right? The only reason that, like, okay, the girl, like, um, someone like Becky Lynch or Seth Rollins or Bobby Lashley didn't get picked the first night is because, look, we have two nights of this. Why get rid of all your top studs? Why get rid of all your top studs now when you can save them for Monday and get more views? Exactly. Makes sense. I think, if you want to be truthful, I think Seth goes to Raw. Yeah, I know we're, this release is Monday. I know that. Um, If we had to kind of put it out there, I say Becky Lynch stays on SmackDown. I think SmackDown is a good place for her. I think Fox really likes her. Uh, I think Seth Rollins does go to Raw. I think that's a good that's a move that needs to be made. And I think there's a business between him and Edge too. So 
Yeah, that too. Well, I think that that feud's gonna end. I think that feud ends at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Like, look at it. You have the rubber match. This is the rubber match that they're having. And let's be real. We know Edge is gonna go over in that one. Yep. But um, who else? Bobby Lashley, I think, goes to SmackDown. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I just said, why am I saying SmackDown? He goes to Raw. I think he's gonna stay. Yeah, I think he's gonna stay on Raw. Why did I say SmackDown? Yeah. Even though we're just talking about Brock Lesnar versus God damn it, kid. You throw me off. It's too early to record this. God damn it. It's too early for this. It's too early. We're recording this at 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm usually sleeping. Hmm. Ah, it's all right. Um, but yeah, like I said, you don't want to waste all your talent yet. Like, you don't put them on the first night and the next oh, no. one. Like, just have like those. Oh, this is like we're really drafting this guy now. Who do you think for I know I said I don't want to talk about NXT, but forget it. Um, who do you want to see on Raw for NXT, like drafted this Monday on Raw? Who do you want to see from NXT? That is a great question. Um I feel like Pete Dunn would be someone that would be kind of cool to see like move up to the main roster. Um you know, considering that he just signed like an extension to come back to WWE, like I, I mean, I we know what happens when guys get moved up to the main roster, but like I feel like he would be kind of you know someone different to move up and kind of see where he ends up going in the main roster scene. You know, just because he got his contract extension, like he's been in NXT for a long time now, maybe his time is like you know coming now. Um, he would definitely be someone I would consider. I think that'd be a cool one. Pete Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that with him. He's a great, like I said, he's been great. He had the longest, well, at the time, the longest reign as a WWE UK champion and Walter. I'd love to see Walter on Raw or SmackDown on a weekly basis. I'd love to see him. I think that'd be the big move. If nobody picks him up in the draft, that is the biggest waste of a talent. No offense. No, no offense to WWE booking. No offense to any other talent. Like I'm not, again, not trying to like start oh, yeah. up here, but like with Walter, like he's just that good. He's a ring yep. general and he like creates a presence. And imagine those fans just sound. I love when they sing the themes. I love it. I love like, even, like I love it. And especially with Walter. Walter's a, like, is a big guy not to mess with. And for him, I'd love to see Big E versus Walter. I think that'd be that'd awesome. Be I think that'd be yeah. a good, good match. I think that'd be a cool. That'd be it. Would be an interesting booking. I would want to see how they book that, or even like uh, Walter versus like Damian Priest for the U.S. title. That'd be cool. Imagine, too. imagine Walter having that Rusev kind of like moment. Like remember how Rusev was like uh, before WrestleMania 31. He was undefeated. And undefeated. Was, yeah. So imagine that run. He wins the U.S. title, goes on that big run. I wouldn't say go up against John Cena at WrestleMania, but like having that big run and having like the big upset like down the road against, I don't know, like someone like, I don't know, uh, Drake Maverick. Just imagine that. The yeah. biggest, that would be a big pop. You build up Walter all the way, and the next thing you know, you have this little guy versus him. David versus Goliath. David, like, exactly. David versus goddamn Goliath. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be a cool story. Look, like I said, WWE, you want to take our stuff, please. Like, just, just send <laughs> me on. We'll send you the Eating you guys ideas, man. Write the check in the mail. We'll send you the check. 
We'll send you. We'll, we'll just send us the check. Okay? <laughs> just send us the check. But you know, going into going into a guy like Walter, and like another thing too is that imagine if we saw him in that King of the Ring tournament. Imagine oh, yeah. if we saw a guy like Walter in that King of the Ring tournament. I know just announced on Friday, the King and Queen uh, of the Ring tournaments are going to begin on the quote season premiere. I'm sorry. Let me let me do that again. Quote season premiere of SmackDown next Friday, and yeah. so the tournaments begins. Who do you want to see take the uh, King and Queen of the Rings? Should I think of someone who would need it? Um... I mean, Walter would be really cool. Like, I'm, I'm, that's kind of getting in my head right now. Like, that'd be a cool one if they were to bring him up. Um, in terms of guys like that are like on the main roster that could use it, um, I feel like one for the Queen, which I don't know where she's been on TV, but Oscar, I feel like is someone that I think I, I don't know. If, what is it? She's injured. She's, yeah, she's injured. Injured. Okay. I was wondering where she was on TV, but all right. Um, in terms of the king, um, trying to think of somebody. Uh, do you have anybody? I can't think. Queen of the Ring. I would love to see. Oh my goodness, who was it? It was. Uh, I'd like to see Carmella. Oh yeah, Queen. Yeah, that's a good one for her. I think that'd be kind yeah. of like a big push for her. Um, yeah. I know they're just introducing this new diamond stud mask. Which is, I think, is very unique. It's the same thing as what Seamus is doing with the black mask that yeah. he's doing to kind of protect his face. But I think Carmella is someone like that that needs that kind of a push. I like that one. Yep. Um, well, King, I, I'm trying to think. King, King, I would love to see like Ricochet. He was I, in my head. I was thinking of him. Yeah. I, I'd love to see because look, Ricochet hasn't had the best year. Honestly, no. I mean, they're using him as like backup talent. Yeah, and I, I think he could be used a lot better in better ways. I oh, think yeah. this tournament will help him, especially push him to that next tier in WWE. It's that slow build for him. Like, look, he had the opportunity, I believe, in the uh, at a Saudi Arabia show a couple years back against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and that was mm-hmm. the fastest match in Saudi ever. I think. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Like, I mean, you, you had this. It probably build- was, yeah. Bro, they had this build for this guy. They had this build like, oh, this is like his opportunity. This is it for him. You're doing this like, oh, holy shit, he's going to win the title kind of build. And next thing you know, last 10 seconds. It's like a squash. Yep. Ridiculous. Just to like say you had a match on the card. Yeah. Point. You know, like what was the point? Don't put a guy like exactly. that spot. You have NXT calling him like, a, like the future of the company. You're calling him a future. And then you have... Like WWE put him against Brock Lesnar, and then he gets squashed in like less than a minute. Yeah, it makes no sense. It no. just doesn't. No, but I think, I think with this tournament, I think it kind of helps him. I hope it does. If not him, if not him, if he doesn't win the King of the Ring, um, I hope the guy I don't see Baron Corbin in there. Maybe Kevin Owens. Maybe he Kevin. Wouldn't be a bad one. Kevin Owens. Yeah, he needs something to do. So. I think this is their way of like maybe giving Kevin Owens like that reason to stay. Cause look, they've already announced, like he's already announced himself. His contract ends in January. Yep. His contract ends and he's already, already ready to go to AEW. He already has like that reason to go. Oh yeah. I can give WWE. I think maybe we'll try to give him that fighting chance. Maybe. 
I mean, it'd be smart, but I don't know. <laughs> That's my thing is that they do that. It's like they do that. If they know you want to leave, they'll give you that opportunity. Take a look at FTR. When FTR was in WWE, you had that one week where they were like, uh, they released the news that, okay, FTR wants to leave WWE. They've already talked with WWE about uh, leaving and uh, putting their release in. Yep. Two weeks later, get the tag team, uh, get the, they get the SmackDown tag team titles. Mm-hmm. So they give you that reason to stay. But then next thing you know, they drop it like maybe a couple months later and you're never seen again in the top picture. And then they get released, I think. Yep. But that's what I'm saying is that like you're you're kind of like giving them that like, okay, let's hold like the little like the bone in front of the dog here. Let's hold that little bone in front of the dog and see how far it goes. You know, that's now is this is is this tournament for both Raw and SmackDown? Uh, It's right now. It just says it's starting on SmackDown. Right now, it says it's starting on SmackDown. It looks like, yeah, so we actually, oh, I'm reading into it more. The tournament will continue uh, on the October 11th Raw, and then the finals will take place at Crown Jewel. And I called oh. that, too, that I said they're going to have a women's match at Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And I called that. I was going to say, I don't know if this is, like, too far-fetched, but, like, what if they had someone like Dominic Mysterio win it? Over, it'll be a too overhyped push. You think so? Okay. I think so. I think with Dominic, I don't think if he does win it, look, I'm like, people can play back my audio from this and like go for it. I, I think with Dominic, if he does win it, it's great for him. But it like, from my personal standpoint, I don't think he needs it. I don't mm-hmm. think he needs that kind of a push. I think like something natural for him would be better. Like that King yeah. of the Ring tournament. Like kind of launches you to the next, like I said, launches you to the next like uh, tier in WWE yep. as a top talent. I don't think Dominic's mm-hmm. there yet. I think he's still building. I think he's still green to the business. And I think if you don't get away from your dad, like in this business, it's like, what's the point of the king? What's the point of the king's crown if your dad's just going to be right there next to you? I think. I know, the- what, you think he'd win it, and then like he'd be like too full of himself and like, you know, push his dad away and like kind of start something with like, I, I don't know. I mean, I was just thinking of it. I'm like, that could be a possibility. I, I think like, the story would more. make more sense if Dominic got away from his dad and then wins the tournament mm-hmm. rather than he wins the crown. Then he gets sick of his dad. Yeah. I think that the, the story would be better the first way because you're getting away from your dad. You're saying, I can do this on my own. Let me do this. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, he wins the crown by himself. Yeah. That's I it. Yep. Versus his dad's there with him, you know? But again, WWE is going to do what they want. And if Dominic is that future, then Dominic is that future. And if if it's not, like I, I, like I said, I would love to see Ricochet. If it's not Ricochet, whoever wins it, I hope to see a good story out of them. Because that's that the point. thing. With the, with the King of the Ring, there's no... There hasn't been real meaning to it in a while. There really hasn't. It just is kind of like uh kind of like that story where it's like, oh, all right, yeah, we're gonna put you in this top spot and we're gonna make you a king, and you're just gonna be a douchebag the entire time. Yeah. Like you take a look at like William Regal. William Regal within the next coming months, after winning it, won the Intercontinental Championship. Sheamus mm-hmm. won it. Sheamus Sheamus's gimmick with the King of the Ring crown didn't last long. Uh same thing with I don't know who else. Who else won King of the Ring? Uh, uh, Wade Barrett or Wade Bad Barrett, News Barrett. Bad News Barrett lasted for a little bit, and Saint uh, Laz King Barrett that lasted for a mm-hmm. little bit. 
the only one that really had success after the King of the Ring that had true, true success, I'll say, like maybe two people. I, I, yeah, I'll say two people is Bret Hart because it had the storyline between him and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. And yep. then I'll say... Stone Cold. <laughs> I'll say Stone Cold. I'd say Stone Cold as well. Yeah. I, I say the two successful, like story afterward, like or like big success afterwards. I would say those two. Yeah. As King of the Ring winners. Did Triple H win it? Triple H did. Yeah. He yeah. was supposed to so. win it. He was supposed to win it the year before. Um. So when he won it, he was supposed to win it the year before, but because mm-hmm. of what happened with the click, like the, the what there, what was it called? Oh my God, what was it? The um. Oh, hold on a second. It the wasn't like call. the McMahon. The curtain call. Oh, that's what yeah. curtain call. Yeah. Yeah. So when they had the curtain call, that story stopped. That that mm-hmm. idea stopped completely. But hey, that that's what the King of the Ring is like supposed to be that way to bring up that big talent. Triple H was one of Definitely, the big, yeah. one of the bigger ones as well. But with the two successful King of the Ring winners, I would say, in my opinion, is Bret Hart and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin because that launched. Definitely. Stone Cold into the 316 era, launched Bret Hart yep. into the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be kind of of uh, an era. Yep, exactly. But, yep. And like, I like how they're introducing the queen. I, I really am glad to see that finally. I think that's cool. I think we're finally going to see maybe a big story out of that. Who knows? I say Carmella, we might get other, we might get other talent in there. Maybe like Liv Morgan or something. Maybe we'll get something, but I know for a fact yeah. We will be covering that on the Crown Jewel pre-show kickoff, whatever you want to call it, on October 20th. Yep. So we will be. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Mark your dates. Dylan, Dylan and Goldberg, mark your calendars. We're recording, damn it. They don't even know what we're talking about. I'm going to put it in our group chat, and they're not going to know what we're talking about. Well, they're not going to know. They won't. That's okay, It's fine. That's fine. We'll let them listen to this and then they'll find out. Exactly. So, so Car, you know what? I'm gonna bid it. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. It's a good way to end it. So so for you lovely fans out there, we're gonna bid you. Edgy. <laughs> so make sure you follow us in all forms of social media at Cheap Wrestling. And it's so nice. Champ, can you please say it more than twice? At you press on. At you press on. At you press on. At you press There we go. Make, at you press Make sure you're following us at Cheap Wrestling on all forms of social media. Make sure you're also listening to us on all forms of podcasting. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on, uh, what is it, Pocket Cast. We're on Google Cast. We're on the Yo Man Espanola, like, Podcastorino. The Yo Man still hasn't sent me the URL. Car, I'm going to I want to know where the heck you can listen to us from. For everyone out there in Spain, wherever. I want to you know. Gotta go to, you have to go to Colombia for this one. You might have to go to Colombia to find out what they listen on. But I make need to know. That, <laughs> make sure you guys are following on all forms of podcasting. Click the notification button. Subscribe. Make sure you're also following the Daily Go YouTube channel. Because on October 19th, the battle for the interstate will be happening. It'll be Carr versus Dylan versus the intern. You guys know their drivers. Dylan, unfortunately, I'm going to be giving you your driver on that one. So 
Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more next week. We'll talk about it more when Dylan actually wants to come on and try to defend himself. But for now, just leave it at that. So, for Brandon Carr, the reigning defending CTW champion, I have been TJ Alvin, the cheapest man in podcasting, and the provider for CTW. We're going to bid you guys adieu. Make sure you follow us. And remember to always keep it cheap. And we will catch you guys next time. Later. Yo, man, welcome to Roughing the Basket. <laughs> <laughs>